welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, we're going to be talking to Cindy Pope of Northology Adventures again. Um, if you're not familiar with her, she has been on before on the channel. Uh, she runs an awesome, awesome gig up in like the Wisconsin slash Upper Peninsula of Michigan type area uh, where she takes people on, you know, sort of like guided overlanding tours and, and does a ton of events and stuff. Um, actually, I'm going to put a link in the description below. She is doing currently a giveaway where someone could win all next year's events for free. So you could go to all of their events for the entire year free of charge, which is awesome. Um, so I'm going to put a link to that down below as well. But today we're just kind of chatting with Cindy. So we're going to talk through her new van that she got. So she swapped out her Jeep that she's had forever for a van. So she's going van life, I guess. Um, we're going to talk through a bunch of different people that she's been interacting with and people that she's been meeting up with. Um, some of the fun things that we've gotten to do together, a little bit about Core, which was this awesome, awesome overlanding uh get together up in Copper Harbor in Michigan that I went to in September it was amazing. Um, so if you're new to the channel, again, my name is Fletch. We're going to talk about overlanding stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about Xterra's. We're probably going to talk about a lot about do-it-yourself mods, uh, things like that to customize your vehicle, and also gear reviews and trip reports and things like that. So if any of that sounds like something you're interested in, click that subscribe button. Um, love to have you as part of the channel. Also, there are links in the description below to Facebook, Instagram, and the podcast, or if you're listening on the podcast, YouTube. Um, just hang out wherever you want, right? I'd love to chat with you guys. All right, but before we dive into the interview with Cindy, I did just want to really briefly touch on my featured partners, um, one of which is Cindy by the way, Northology. Uh, they put out an, an amazing overlanding magazine every month too, and it's totally free. So if you click through that link below, you can go to her website, you can sign up for that, and you can get it every month. It's awesome. Like it's a beautiful thing um, that she does just out of the, the goodness of her heart and her desire and love of you know all things outdoors. Um, so definitely check that out. Also, Overland Addict, uh, great, great shop uh, located in Missouri. They sell a ton of overlanding stuff. So check them out as well. Their service is amazing. They're, they're just a great dude. Chad is the guy that runs that, and he's amazing. Um, Last US Bags, they sell custom-type overland bags. And when I say custom, I don't mean, like, made to order. But I mean, like, bags specifically engineered for overlanders people looking for tool rolls or you know trasheroo style like trash bags or you know anything like that anything to do with overlanding that's bags is last u.s bags so check them out in the description below as well and then of course like i kind of mentioned or should have mentioned uh more expo which is coming up in february cindy will be at it i will be at it there's going to be a ton of people that are going to be at this thing and it is going to be amazing um so check the link in the description below buy your tickets now before it's too late because when you get there in february um i heard last year there were lines at the door for people waiting to buy tickets so if you just buy them online right now then it saves you that time um so anyways that was it um now let's dive into the interview with cindy Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. 
Armor Off. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, so as I just mentioned in the intro, today we have Cindy Pope, Northology Adventures, also in charge of Core, also has an awesome band, also has so many things I can't even keep track. So, but what do you want to talk about, Cindy? This is just an open forum. We're just having a conversation tonight. Well, I want to ask you. Hmm. Oh, God, I'm not supposed to be interviewed. You are being interviewed. That's okay. This is part of the interview. Did you see any pictures of a van in a mud puddle over the last few days? No, not at all. Okay. I I didn't laugh or anything. Good. Good. So, Yes, no, I saw that. You can take the girl out of the Jeep, but you can't (laughs) take the Jeep out of the girl. It's probably a hard change to make to go from a, you know, loaded up Jeep to a van. Well, yeah. And what we were doing, it was the Wisconsin Overland Christmas tree hunt, which I hosted Mm -hmm. last year. And we had 28 inches of snow and I had the Jeep and we had a blast. And it was, it was actually awful because there were so many trees down from the summer storm that uh, half of the crew ended up buying chainsaws. Chainsaws, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but so I'm like tooling around in these fire lanes, you know, and I have a, a couple of friends along, um, Chris and Jill, they do this 1941 adventures on Instagram and I've been in a Jeep group with them and Chris knows the area. Well, Chris and Jill are awesome behind the wheel. They have this really nice Jeep jail. Um, and some of these more built rigs, I thought maybe we'd split the group, but we yeah. decided to all go out together. But at some point Chris said, Hey, meet me over here and I'll take these guys over here and you know we'll meet up and continue on yeah and so they did and then at one point after that I'm like why don't we just go show them what the pipeline's like so we go over there and there's one big puddle before you get to it I wasn't going to do anything on the pipeline itself but I've been over that puddle 50 or 100 times (laughs) and in a jeep though but I thought you know the water's low um chris said oh hard bottom everybody walked right through so i'm like you know what i'm gonna try it and i got about two-thirds of the way in and so yeah um, i saw that picture and i was like "Uh uh-oh i was like she's not trying to hide that at all (laughs) i why would i i mean stuff happens stuff happens i haven't looked is is the van's four-wheel drive isn't it no, it's not. If it was oh, four-wheel drive. Well, yeah, no wonder. Dude, if it was four-wheel drive, I would have had no problem. I just assumed I just, that you were four-wheel drive. No, no. It's a two-wheel drive van. We're going to lock the rear. Um, okay. I don't have the coin for a four-by-four four van. They are in good shape. They are ridiculously expensive. Oh, yeah. And conversions are ridiculously expensive. <laughs> and this yeah. is my thought on this. The 10% of the places I can't go to now because it's four-wheel drive or I would need it. Think about it. Think about it, especially up in the Keweenaw. Those places are way too tight for a van. Yeah, that's true. So in essence, going from the Jeep to the van, the reason I did it was because my husband's really getting into the camping lately and yep. the dogs have to be in that equation then at that time because I can't just, we can't just leave them home alone. Yeah. Um, and we decided we wanted to travel uh, more than we wanted to wheel. Yeah. And I just love that everybody takes that and, you know, and judges you morally on that. I don't <laughs> care. I don't, 
I don't have anything to prove. I've done enough of that. Yeah. And uh, I just, yeah, I, I think it's a good change for us. Yeah. And uh, my dad has a, a Jeep I can borrow if I really need to scratch the itch. And down yeah. the road, you never know. We might just get a TJ and tow it. Yeah. yeah that if makes we sense. really need to do something like that. So that, anyway, that that's the big transformation in my life lately. Is, yeah. uh, I'll tell you what, though. It's way more comfortable sleeping in the back of a van than a Jeep. I bet. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't even fit in my Xterra before I put the drawer system in. Like I'm 6'2 and it's like about four inches shorter than that. So I was sleeping diagonally with like my legs up and it was just every morning. Now, see, I have a friend, his name is Ben and he's probably about 6'8 and oh, he geez. sleeps in his Xterra. He has to like fold his legs up and sleep on his side or something. There's no way. Well, unless I take that back, unless he has the off-road trim where the front passenger seat folds flat and he has some sort of like an action packer or something that fills that space or a platform or something, then you could do it. You could do it easy then. But there was only one sure. trim of exterior that did that. So yeah, like my seat does not fold flat. It just folds like this. <laughs> But in the off-road trim, they specifically redesigned the hinges so that it would lay flat so you could make a platform or like sleep in it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's possibly what he has. I'm not sure, but uh, he's big. He's that's, tall. He, yeah. He's a tall dude. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um. So anyway, let me think what else is going on. Um. Well, of course the magazine that's going yeah. nicely. The magazine. Um, Oh, thank you. I mean, we have a lot of great, like, oh, I was so excited because one of the people that contributed said after they shared the magazine, um, they had some offers to write for other publications. Oh, nice. So that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm calling myself an author now, thanks to you. So just saying. Well, you know, that's okay. I mean, it's, that, it's not, it's not a lie. It's true, though. Yeah, it's true. So, um, yeah, that's fun. We had the gift guide. I saw you had one too. Yeah. Um, mine was I mean, better. Was <laughs> mine was uh, just a really long ramble about different pieces of gear. And then I watched it afterwards and I'm like, that was like 40 minutes long. <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed it. People seem to like it. It gets an okay amount of views, but then I just feel bad because I'm like, God, I should put in more time to like really like edit this up and do B-roll of all the different pieces of gear. And it's like, I'd have to spend a week on, I'd have to spend 20, 30 hours on that thing, you know? So. Yeah. I think people just don't get how the, how much editing, how much time it takes. Yeah. It's That's amazing. Crazy. I can't, I mean, I make a two minute video and it takes me like a day, yeah. a whole freaking day. Yeah. Well, and the so. thing I've been doing it for a year now and I feel like I have a pretty good grip on like my flow of editing like, I don't mind the editing piece of it so much, but what's hard for me is like posting it and writing all the stuff and coming up with the tags and like that, it almost takes me as long to do, like to actually get it onto YouTube as it does to like edit the video. Huh. Because I'm just like, I have to really think through this and like what makes the most sense and what are people going to be interested in like actually looking at? Because I just want to put the first thing that comes to my mind, which is often garbage, like Xterra mods, and then it's like, no one's going to find that. But if you say like a hundred dollar roof rack, people are like, Ooh, $100. Ooh, I'll, I'll click on that. It sucks. Doing research. I like ha hashtag often garbage. Often garbage. Yep. That is, 
literally the definition of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't think so. So anyway, um, yeah. So, oh, and then like, I've got this cool like contest going on on the um, Instagram and the Facebook. Yeah. For the win a year of adventures. Yeah, that's awesome. Our I'll post a 20... link to that in the description of this video. Yeah, please do. Because it's going to be so cool. Somebody's going to win. Uh, they can come to all of our adventure events this twenty in twenty twenty one. Oh, why <laughs> next year? Right, twenty twenty one. And our our schedule will release then on New Year's Day, along with our winner will be announced. Awesome. Um, Am I so eligible for this or? Everybody is eligible for this. Yeah. So I need to go relook at the rules. Uh, I, I mean, I already follow you everywhere, but right. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, you know, we'll have roughly six events to choose from, and Core will be one of them. Nice. So that's pretty neat. Um, so yeah, they can they can come to every event, and uh, I encourage them to bring a friend. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <Sure. laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's really fun, and I'm I'm excited for that. So yeah. Um, yeah so that other uh, our event we're getting those together for next year i also i already have three of them uh in writing i have three winter events uh one each in january february and march nice. uh it's just basically a winter event where we're doing rustic cabins there is a little bit of camping area if you prefer and we'll do a <laughs> uh, we'll do some snowshoeing and things like that cool. uh, in copper harbor yeah uh, i think a moonlight snowshoe is going to be on the docket because you know it's like moonlight by 6 p.m yeah right <laughs> it's dark yeah so and uh that lots of stuff awesome. like that yeah um and you know what else was I? I had a whole thing written down, but I had it written down on my phone, and I'm on and my phone. Using phone. So I'm trying to remember what it was, but um, <laughs> I'm excited about core for next year for sure. I am too. I can't wait. It was so good this year. Like I don't even think people understand. Like you know, like they all, and and I haven't been to like Expo West or Expo East, but I watch videos, right? Like all of us watch those YouTube videos and stuff, and it just those kind of seem like you're in a giant field, <laughs> oftentimes muddy and just a muddy open field with no like actual challenge and no trails. And it's just like you park and show off your rig and look at other people's parked rigs and then like buy shit. <laughs> and that's it. I was at one. I was at the muddiest one. And yeah. I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Um, like, I loved core because it was like, yes, I had a place to go back to at the end of the day, which was also awesome, right? Like not only was it not a field or like a hotel or something boring, it was an awesome, awesome place with great bathrooms, by the way, an awesome place. Um, but like the trails were awesome. The town was awesome. You know, I mean, it was just, I mean, I literally, it was probably, I'm trying to think like of anything else right like before overlanding you know we would go on trips and stuff and just you drive for 14 hours and you would hate it because it's like you're just on the highway and you're just going to this place and then you get there and then it's kind of like over before you know it and you're like eh, Disney World was okay right like it, but it doesn't like stick with you but like there's just something magical about like the people and the place and you know what I mean like it's sounds wishy you know kind of like mushy but like it really was like it it literally was like 
life changing, you know, like it was like, I, okay, I hit this overlanding thing because of YouTube and I didn't know if I, like, I thought it fit me pretty well, but once I hit core, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. Like, this is it. Yeah, you get it, man. I mean, yeah, seriously, awesome. um, just exploring uh, Northern Wisconsin and the UP is yep. amazing. And I think the Keweenaw is one of the most beautiful places up there. Yep. And like you said, everything is awesome. There's so much fun, uh, so much history. There's, yeah. uh, I love that, you know, you can go wander around abandoned mines and, you know, yeah. they're not like fenced off or, you know, <laughs> you can just like go through history at your own pace, you know? Yep. Um, and, in, and the more I go up there, the more I am interested in the history and, and, and I just, it's so pretty and yeah, just that the whole trails end experience too, with that, awesome uh, the campsites and, mm -hmm. and everything I, I, I'm super excited about next year. I, I think we found a really great base camp. Um, oh, yeah. not that, uh, North winds was not a great base camp. Um, but this is just, this fits us to a T and, and the yeah. John and Donica at Trails End are super pumped to have us there. And uh, I'm yeah, super hopefully pumped. Hopefully everybody was behaved. I yeah, like I, I, was. I asked. I, I think so. I, well, I think this, I think it's a good crowd. I think just the yeah. Overland people, um, they're, they're about the, most of them yeah. are about the tread lightly. Yeah. And they understand that uh, these places exist and that we should treasure them yeah. and respect them because uh, we want to go back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right. And speaking of which, um, there are trash containers now at High Rock Bay nice. uh, put in there uh, by the QA Outdoor Recreation Coalition, KORC. Yeah. I think everybody should go look up KORC uh, yeah. right now. Put a link <laughs> in the description. Yes, I will do that for you. And check it out. Um, they're trying to preserve land for access for all. And they awesome. include um, motorized sports, not just skiing or Right. biking or hiking it's atv snowmobiles off-road yeah uh, so we're excited about that awesome. also exciting a while ago remember the beautiful bathrooms at trails end i do remember those yes very stunning. um there's a rumor that they might actually you might see one of those out at high rock really that's that's almost too fancy it's almost too fancy so are they just going to go out there and build one that's I cool. believe it's in the works. That's cool. Don't quote me on it. Just a rumor, yeah. folks. This you is won't have off to the record. step in that stuff in the woods anymore, hopefully. Yeah, that was the bad thing, right? Like when we were up there, I was like, wandered out into the woods with my little bucket. And I was like, oh, there's toilet paper everywhere, you jerks. Like, I know, it's horrible. Bad. So yeah, hopefully that that, that alleviates or root relieves <laughs> some of the problem 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to think. My brain is spinning and I'm blank. I can't think of any more toilet jokes to come back at you with, but I'm really sad about it. Ah, oh, toilet humor is the best. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, that would be cool. I'm I'm excited about that because it was. I mean, it was like literally that first night. That's I I was like a little puppy on Jeremiah's coattails, and I'm like, "Where are you going? Okay, I'll go with you." And we went up there, and like he, we seriously pulled out onto the beach, and I'm like, "Wait, we can? We're allowed to camp here?" And he was like, "Yeah, back up right there." I backed up into the woods with like the back of my truck open to the lake, and it was the coolest thing. I was like, "This is amazing." Like I have to come and just like, and then to see his pictures later of these other crazy like rock beaches and stuff that they went to, he and Theo, I'm like, you guys are killing me, man. Like I should have, yeah. I wish I could have stuck around for like another week and hung out. Maybe next year I can stay for like two weeks or something. That would be sweet. As that long as I can hit up a shower a couple of times during a, like a two week trip. Can be okay. Well, you can go to Fort Wilkins. They have showers there. I think you oh, can nice. pay for them. I mean, and then, you know, just a little plug here for the gear bunker they had that julka shower yeah. that was awesome i've looked at I've, I've had a, multiple people approach me and say why don't you have a heated shower why don't you have and i'm just like dude like i would love to but they're pretty expensive and it's like i just i, I don't know how i feel about showering in the woods especially in the winter which is primarily when i go like that seems terrible Okay, in the woods in the winter, you sweat a lot less anyway. Yeah, you need to right. bathe less. Right. And winter trips, for me at least, are usually shorter. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna tell you, um, I camped on a cliff in a thunderstorm, Jeez. and we all got drenched, and it was hot and sticky and gross. Ugh. And I had my little awning tent off of the back of the jeep and it had filled with water it was just the worst spot to put it yeah and i was standing there you know in muddy water looking in the back of my jeep all stinky and sweaty and drenched oh, like you know i just want to take a shower right now <laughs> and i had one of those little jerry cans with the faucet on it that plugs okay. into your 12 volt outlet okay i pulled that to the back of the jeep and just took a shower dried myself off and crawled into a jeep warm and dry and clean That's nice. and comfy um i thought you were nice. going to say that the awning like burst and soaked you and that was the shower that, no that's where no, i thought no. you were going with it <laughs> you're an evil man I was like, that sounds terrible <laughs> i wouldn't want that for anyone no so think about it if it, you had a nice warm hot shower how much better that would be yeah I mean, you got to get cold when you turn it off for a second, but I guess it's still better than being disgusting or, I mean, you're cold anyways. It doesn't really matter, right? Like, right. It's not like you're warm ever, so. Right, right. I don't know. I also worry because like I have so much crap. <laughs> like I also want to get like, I'm running a propane heater now, which I think is a mistake, but it was cheap. Bingo. And, I mean, same girl. Yeah. And and I, so I have a 20 pound tank I've been taking with me on the last couple trips, just cause then I can hook it up to the grill and I can hook it up to the, you know, to the heater. And like, I've just got so much propane, but like, I don't know. I, that's, I just feel like I have so much crap now that I'm like, am I going to have a shower too? And like all this, I don't know, maybe I can use Unistrut to build like a mount on the side of the truck or something, and like mount it on the side, keep it outside. Yeah. The and then just like have a swing out, like 
shower curtain or something yeah. or just one of those they sell those like pop-up tenty things with no roof for showering like i'd use one of those yeah be fine yeah i think yeah. for the van we're gonna do something out the back doors that's cool um i saw this um i followed this one couple they have like a little waterproof barrier that goes down over the back of the open van and the doors form part of your shower stall and then across the back there's cool. a shower curtain um, so that might be cool. I was going to say, are you obsessed with van life videos now? Because I'm obsessed with them and I don't have a van. Kind of. I don't have a, I, I, I don't watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'll be watching more now because I, I'm totally unfamiliar with van life, even though strangely enough, growing up as a child, we had, my dad would get these 63 Econoline vans from my mom's uncle yeah. after they had 250,000 miles and were rusted wow. through we were poor man and, and my uncle would give my dad these vans and he'd fix them up and we'd go traveling all over and That's go cool. camping um yeah. so up and through early high school uh we were camping in vans and stuff but i didn't pay any attention and back then people weren't overlanding they were just camping right, <laughs> right. but uh now i you know really need to like how am i gonna do this how am i gonna do that you know yeah. we for this past weekend we did our maiden voyage camping and we just threw a cheap used marketplace futon in the back and slept nice. on that that's cool um and brought an electric heater because we were camping somewhere where there was power nice and threw the dog kennel in and all of our junk and had a great oh, time great. <clears throat> yeah that's the thing is like i think everybody thinks that like all my friends definitely think the like winter camping especially means you're just miserable and it's like you're literally like laying on the snow like with your clothes on like I think that's what they think it is and I'm like overlanding's pretty bougie and glampy right like it's I mean you can be totally comfortable that's yeah we'll see how this propane heater does that was my thought with that but now the more that I watch videos and like talk to people I'm like oh I'm gonna be taking a shower in the tent with condensation because of this propane yeah. heater see and that's yeah i've got the little was the mr buddy the like the one heater? that you can yeah. use in your tent yep. and we use that in our awning room and we did it in october and the the moisture it puts out is just horrible plus oh, from the outside uh the tent walls were wet and i'm done with propane oh. anybody wants them in little mr buddy i'll give it to you so i just bought one <laughs> oh, i bought no. the big one too oh um i'm gonna have to return it or do something i'm we were talking about those diesel heaters i know several people that have them or have built them yeah and get a cheap hundred dollar chinese knockoff yep and i think i'm gonna do it that's um, what that's friend. what i should have done i looked at it and i was like okay well i can get the mr buddy the big mr buddy heater went on sale for like 80 bucks and i was like yeah and i can run off propane i like the propane thing right like i like that i have propane for my stove and I could run the heater off of it. And so I could just take one big tank, like a five gallon or, or five pound or a 20 yeah. pound. Yeah. But then the more that I watch stuff, I'm just like, I haven't even used this thing yet, but I threw away the box, of course. <laughs> I could maybe of tell course. Amazon that it was defective or something. <laughs> but yeah, I think I need a diesel heater. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, our, our fall um, adventure event at True North Outpost, um, Jeremiah was there and our friend Adam brought his diesel heater over to Jeremiah setup. Of course, you know, he's got the rugged bound 270 oh, yeah. with the sides and the and the penthouse. Um, the first night we used our little propane fire pit and we yeah. broke. 
Um, the second night, Adam brought his diesel heater in. Of course, he sets it up outside, sets the little yeah. duct up under the awning so nice. flap or whatever you call it, the side. And we were wonderfully warm. It was a few yeah. degrees warmer that night, but and it's a dry heat. It's not like that moisture-filled yeah. propane. Dang it. I'm so sorry. They got to return hey, some stuff. <laughs> I got one too. So I'll put it on Facebook Marketplace. Somebody well, will buy it. I kind of thought I might keep it. I mean, it's only 80 bucks. I mean, 80 bucks is 80 bucks, but it's like. Is your garage heated? Yeah. Well, no, my garage is not heated, but I have one of those 10,000 BTUs, like oh, big okay. get thingamajiggies that run off propane for that because I work on the vehicles a lot in the winter. Yeah. But like, I could see using, like still seeing value in the propane heater for exactly what you said, right? Like putting it next to me, like under my awning when I get that OVS awning and put it out, like even if I don't have walls, just to have it right beside me blowing on me would make it the winter pretty nice, right? Like, and I go camping a lot solo in the winter. So even just having it like, just screw it. You know, if it's not worth anything to put in the tent, I don't care if it sits in some snow or something and right. gets a little rusty over a few years and just sits beside me and keeps me warm in my camp chair, you know, like. I can find some uses for it, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, what's 80 bucks? Come on, dude. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like it all adds up or anything, you know? <laughs> so. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yep. Um, other things I got going on, I can't, um, I can't thank my advertisers enough, uh, the yep. supporters. Excuse me. I'm not at my, I'm, my office is being like re-officed or something. So I'm just sitting on the guest bed. You're fine. You got and, a sweet background going on there. Well, this is a nice quilt that my, my husband's aunt or aunt made us. That's nice. And I think there's some snowshoes and a deer skull up there somewhere. Yeah. You're like so. super overlandy right now. More than me. Uh, for my... <laughs> Land Rover friends. Nice. Actually, that's Swiss. I thought it was German. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about Land Rovers. What am I talking about? Either. They're probably freaking British. I don't know. I just lost. They, actually, my... they are. Yeah. You're I was right. just say, pull my Overland card. I'm that's, from the I've, Jeep. I've had an unhealthy obsession with Land Rovers for like I've wanted a Discovery for like 15 years, but then yeah. every person I know that has one is like, it's the best truck I've ever had. I love it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I've heard they're unreliable. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's super unreliable. It never runs. But when it does, it's so good. And, like, it's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, but I go places. And, like, I, I can't wake up in the middle of nowhere with a dead truck. Like, I, that's not okay. Right. There were three Land Rovers at the Wisconsin Overland Christmas tree hunt. Nice. A couple of LR4s and an LR3. Okay. Yeah. I mean they're super capable right like i saw a brand new like super fancy discovery or something today and i was like ha 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 and i'm in my big lifted ridiculous exterior with a solar panel on the hood and i'm like you spent 120 grand on your truck or whatever but then i'm like you know what though he could probably outwheel me <laughs> like honestly 
he'd hit his little air suspension, lift it up and lock everything up and just go right up something and I'd be getting stuck behind him. When so. it's running. Huh? Right. When it's running. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, I did remember something I needed to talk about. Okay. So, okay. I don't know about where you come from in Indiana, but Northern Northeast Illinois. What's that? Northeast side of Indy. Northeast side of Indy. Yeah. Um, Northern Illinois is pretty flat. Yeah. And there's not a heck of a lot to do here. There's not a lot of off-road. Yeah. So Maurice from uh, He Edmonds, the Illinois Overlanders group, was asking about, oh, what else can we do? Should we do day trips or should we do this or that? A lot of people can't commit a whole weekend. Right. So I thought, well, shoot, I found this Gravel Maps app mm -hmm. and looked over towards the driftless area of northwestern Illinois. Yeah. And I planned a route and scouted it from here to Galena and back nice and so I made a stupid name for it and stickers and 40 freaking rigs showed up oh jeez <laughs> and uh we had a great time though we could only complete half of the route we got to Galena about 4 4 30 nice. and uh, it was probably going to get dark soon and I was like you know I would really like to see the countryside that we're going to travel through because it's very pretty. Right. So we called it a day. Some of uh, some of them, some of the uh, attendees did actually go and do the the second part of it in the evening. Nice. But uh, oh boy, I've never had forty or thirty nine rigs behind me in a convoy before going That's through the city with stop and go lights and oh, oh left turns that. and right turns, but. Man, I'll tell you what, I got a shout out to Mark and Mary from Wanderlust yep. Overland. Great people, yeah. Um, the link in the comments. Yeah, sure, yep. <laughs> uh, and Midland Radio, link in the comments. Um, Just direct people were, to Overland USA. <laughs> right, and Gaia GPS, please Give check me my link. Give me your discount link and I'll put it in my video. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boy, that talk about using your tools, man. Um, yeah. I put them and my brother at the rear. I had Davidis uh, Sangaila in the middle. He had a CB and a GMRS to help yeah. kind of translate between the two languages. Right. And at one point, oh, this is so cool. Okay. So you got to come off of this. We come off of this mound out in the Northwest. The Driftless area has these mounds. And uh, you take a left and then a right. And then it turns around on this another mound and I turn as I'm I'm coming around on this mound and I look back and I can see all the cars still on before the turn and then before the turn before that and Mark comes over the radio he's like looking at the map right now he goes I think our convoy is like two miles long <laughs> Jeez. yeah I bet um, that's but wow. yeah but we kept it all together and uh I was I was super nervous to start off with, but boy, it, it ended up working really well. Yeah. And uh, I do think we might split it into two groups because we're doing the second part. And this is the really cool thing. We're doing the second part, December 19th. Okay. We're meeting at the Norwegian, which is a restaurant my husband works at. Nice. That has recently had to transform from a restaurant to a market because of COVID restrictions. Right. 
Yep. Um, so we're happy to like go and buy coffee and pastries there in the morning. But mm -hmm. also somebody suggested, why don't we do some sort of Toys for Tots thing since it's so mm. close to Christmas. Yep. Um, we're actually going to be collecting donations for an organization in Rockford called Miss Carly's. <laughs> and please, we'll put the link in there too. Yeah, sure um, this is a family, a mom and a dad and their kids that daily open their front door and hand out sack lunches to hundreds of hungry uh, people. Um, they collect donations for people starting off their new lives, trafficked women, battered and abused people. They get them into treatment, into homes and, and help them find jobs. They yeah. get them cell phones. They, it's just an wow. amazing organization. That's awesome, yeah. So we're gonna collect for them, drop that stuff off, come back and take off and do this second part of this. Uh, we called it, I don't know how to pronounce it in Norwegian. I put gravel road trip okay. into Google Translate and set it Better to Norwegian. Right. Uh, I know, maybe it says like, uh, you know, gray sausages, but um, <laughs> that's, in, that's in the Lucky Charms. Um, <laughs> the Norwegians are gonna be mad. Yes. I have uh, a huge but, Norwegian following just so you know. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. Anybody wants to come go to Illinois Overland. It's called Groose Bill Tour. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I well. saw that you posted that. And yeah. I was like, what is this? Yeah. So I don't know. We're just having fun with it because, you know, awesome. think about all of the awesome historical adventurers and explorers yeah. that were in a region. Sure. Um, Rolled yeah. Admondson and you know all the Vikings yeah. and all that good stuff. So it just kind of all tied in. It that's just cool. made me made me all happy. Yeah, that's so. awesome. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, I I'm impressed with the size of your convoy because <clears throat> the first time I ever went winter overlanding, we went to Manistee National, mm -hmm. and like the guy that organized it was the first guy I ever went on an overlanding trip with. We had never met. Like we met in the woods in Hoosier National Forest. I'm like, hi. I'm Jason. Nice to meet you. Please don't murder me. Um, and then he arranged this thing. And, and I talked to him beforehand. I was like, yep, I'm definitely coming. I was like, how many people do you think are coming? He's like six to eight. He was like, so it's going to be a little big, but we'll make do. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Like six to eight's good. And we showed up and there were like 26 rigs. <laughs> like everyone had said, no, we can't make it. And then like at the last minute, everyone just didn't even tell anyone. They just all showed up. And That'll we split into two groups yeah. for that size. And it was crazy. So I can't imagine 40. That's well, actually, to tell you the truth, and I didn't lead this convoy, but the Wisconsin Jeep Owners Group, uh, a few years ago, people, somebody, or it was this Bob guy, Bob Beltazor, did a trail ride. And I went, and I think there was about 17 vehicles. Okay. And that wasn't too bad. Sure. Um, he couldn't do it again. So I tried organizing one, and I, I asked Larry um, Mertz to lead the ride and sure he said and about 30 vehicles showed up and I thought "Ooh, but he's leading the ride you know I'm just in the yeah. middle right. I just planned the Facebook events I didn't have anything to do with the ride mm -hmm. and then well I said let's do one more Larry this winter before the pipeline closes mm -hmm. 70 freaking vehicles showed up to the gas station oh my God. and about 20 more showed up saw the whole group and turned around and left yeah and oh, so basically yeah. that day there was a parking lot in the woods wow and yeah that's i'm picturing like cliff mine trail with them <laughs> like, 
<laughs> that won't happen. Yeah. Two days to get up there. Well, this was up in the Nicolade. You know, it yeah. it worked out, but we said to ourselves then, hey, let's like spread this out over a weekend. Let's break these groups up. And so that <laughs> that's how Jeep register. <laughs> yeah. That's how Jeep Camp was born. So Jeez. that's crazy. Yes, yeah, 70. Oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah. I I still just remember that like 20 rate. Right? And I'm like, I was just like looking in my mirror and like at one point somebody was going too fast and it was icy and then they're off the road and we were just like it was dangerous with 20 <laughs> rigs it was dangerous and I was just like I when I heard 40 I'm like oh my god that seems well funny. yeah it was it was pretty dry that day so there were no conditions we had to worry about but yeah it's a little stressful when you hear on the radio yeah. oh we got stopped at the stop sign or you know we're still back here three miles away you lost us yeah yeah um, yeah, I know it. it worked out great, like I said, because of the tools we had. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and it was funny too, because like people are just dying to get out. Think about this. All we did yep. was drive on gravel roads between yep. cow fields and some woods and you know, over under a couple of cool bridges. Right. But people just are happy to get out. They're yep. happy to meet other people, they're happy to get out in their rig, they're happy yep. to go see the countryside and just yep. do something different and not sit at home. And it's pretty safe too, right? Like you're all in your own rigs and stuff. So like you're separated and yeah. Oh, think sense. about how, how much overlanding is like the perfect COVID activity. Social distancing built in. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. So that was the interview with Cindy. Um, as always, she's just a ton of fun. Um, and she's just amazing, right? Like she does so many cool things just out of the goodness of her heart. She's trying to, you know, keep trails open and clean up things and organize trail runs for people that are bored. And, and a lot of the time she doesn't even charge any money for it. She just literally does it because she likes to get out and she wants to help people get into overlanding. Um, so again, definitely check her out via the links in the description. Check out everybody that we talked about too. I'm going to put links to as many of them as I possibly can down below. Um, but all the people she mentioned in this episode are awesome too. And they have awesome businesses or websites or, you know, whatever. So definitely check them out down below as well. Um, but again, thanks for stopping by. If you don't already, click those buttons down below. Click those links to go to Facebook, go to Instagram, subscribe over there and join the conversation. I'd love to chat with you. Um, so thanks for watching and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.